morning. Uh, I have one announcement, and it's a sad one, unfortunately. Mark Funk passed last night. Uh, funeral details are being made, and we will let everybody know as soon as we can. is found in Luke 18, verses 1 to 8. Glory to you, O Lord. <clears throat> then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out continually with her coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quick, quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Here ends the reading. This morning, I'm honored to share a sermon written by our Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada, Bishop Susan Johnson. Grace to you and peace in the name of Jesus, our sibling. Thank you for participating in this year's ELCIC Praise Appeal, an opportunity to do second mile giving in support of the work of the National Church. This year's Praise Appeal looks at the theme of compassionate justice, one of the areas of focus for our National Church. We work in compassionate justice in a variety of ways with a variety of partners. Through our partnership with Canadian, World, Canadian Lutheran World Relief, we work together to challenge the causes and respond to the consequences of injustice and poverty. As I speak today, that includes the joint appeal for the crisis in the Ukraine. Through Kairos, a church-based non-governmental organization that represents 10 of Canada's largest denominations, including the ELCIC, we work together in faithful action for ecological justice and human rights. With the World Council of Churches, 
a fellowship of 352 churches from more than 120 countries, representing over 580 million Christians worldwide. We have been an avid supporter of Thursdays in Black for many years now, a global movement resisting the attitudes and practices that permit rape and violence. More recently, we have joined with the Anglican, Presbyterian, and United Churches to lift this work up jointly within our Canadian perspective. As a member of the Lutheran World Federation, we join in a global communion of 145 member churches in 79 countries, representing over 70 million Christians. The LWF, the Lutheran World Federation, acts on behalf of its members in areas of common interest, such as ecumenical and interfaith relations, theology, humanitarian assistance, international affairs, human rights, communication, mission, and development. The LWF furthers global diaconia among member churches, addressing human need, promoting peace, human rights, social and economic justice, the care of God's creation, and sharing resources. We also work in compassionate justice through the work of our national convention, which created the following three task forces. The task force addressing ableism, the task force addressing racism, white supremacy, and racial injustice, and the task force addressing homophobia, biphobia, and transphobia. Through our work in the area of compassionate justice, we also continue to pursue right relationships with indigenous peoples, promote responsible resource extraction, address issues of homelessness and affordable housing, uphold stewardship of creation initiatives, support and work for justice and peace in the Holy Land, and more. The reason that we do all this work with staff and volunteers, with synods and bishops, with partners, is that God calls us to take part in God's work of justice and peace for our world, including creation. Our texts proclaim that today. The reality we face in our world seems only to see increasing amounts of injustice. We can become overwhelmed and incapacitated. The news shows us natural disasters one day, wars the next day, and racist extremism the next day. It's hard to keep track of any of these issues, 
or any parts of the world where injustice continues to take place. That is why I love the text, says Bishop Susan, about the persistent widow. When a judge rules unjustly against her, she continues to lift up her request for justice until the judge is worn down by her constant pursuit. That is what we are called to do as well. No one of us can meaningfully take on all areas of injustice in our world, but we are called to look for where injustice is immediately apparent to us and to work alone or with others to try and address it. What kind of issues of injustice is happening in your community? Do you have a lot of homeless people? Then you might be called to work to end poverty and create affordable housing. Are you near or have you ever been aware of a reserve with a boil watery water advisory? Then maybe you need to build a relationship with that nation and join them in calling for justice. Are you concerned about climate change? Then maybe you need to find others in your gr other groups within your community to do what you can to address your part of climate justice. Or maybe you need to call on governments to move faster in their commitments. Talk to your MP, write to the Prime Minister and opposition leaders. Be persistent. We are called to pray for God's justice, peace, and mercy, to bring change to places of injustice, to soften the hearts of political and business leaders, to build consensus in grassroots organization, and to help us love our neighbor. My prayer for our church, for you and for me, is that we can learn more and more how to follow in God's way of justice and peace through our prayers, the use of our resources, and our actions, and that we might have the same determination and persistence that that widow showed towards the unjust judge. Amen.